Welcome and thanks for stopping by. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to our podcast on one of your favorite platforms, I'm glad you're here. At this time, I would like to thank our partners and sponsors for their dedication to helping the show to grow. We cannot do what we do without their help. You've reached the Millennium Beat. I'm glad that you stopped in today. Today I have on the computer, Stephanie Ann. Stephanie, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right. Okay, let's get to know Stephanie a little bit better and let our, our audience get to know you a little bit more. Stephanie, wh where did you come from? Well, I am currently living in Oregon. I've okay. been raised in Oregon, and I just recently moved back from Florida. Oh wow! What part here. of Florida? Were, what part of Florida were you living in? I was in Cape Coral, Fort Myers. Cape Coral. Cape Coral. Fort Myers. Yeah. Hur Hurricane Ian. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was. Okay. Oh, so I yeah, was right there. Right there for that. Oh, yeah. We just had a couple of hurricanes go through, and we've been pretty good. Uh, I've lived up. I'm, I'm Central Florida. Um, I'm. Oh. I'm about. 30 miles outside of Orlando and about 35 miles outside of Daytona Beach. So I'm right there off of I-4, the, the worst road in the country. Oh, right on. So, yeah, I don't know I about, so tell me a little bit. Of, I, I'm curious because I've never been there. Not yet, but I will probably one day. What is it like in Oregon? What is, what is it, it like is, there? Oregon is magical. It's it? beautiful. It's green. Oh wow! We have we have the mountains. We have the ocean. Wow! It's not like Florida. No. It's rocky, wavy, cold, but it's it's beautiful. Yeah, Florida yeah. is a little warm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have that. That's pretty cool. Now I'm trying to. I remember my schooling. It's been so long since I was in school. Oregon is is right below Washington State. Yep, it's right yep. between. Okay. Uh, Washington, Calif California. California. Okay, so it's California, Oregon, and then and then Washington. So mm -hmm. that's cool. Okay, so that's so you've been there. So you grew up there. You said, and then you moved, and then you're back there again. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. so tell me a little bit about what it was like for a, a little Stephanie growing up. I mean, what was it like? You know, uh, growing up in Oregon. Well, it was. Well, well it doesn't have to be specifically in Oregon, but just growing <laughs> up in general. You know, what was, okay. what was it like as you growing up? What was it like? Oh, it was great. You know, I have three other sisters and we are really close. And okay. so we just, they're my best friends. And oh, cool. we had our girlfriends. We always had a house full of girls because, you know, a, a big oh. giant girl family. 
Yeah. Um, and just, I, I played a lot of sports. I was oh. blessed to play sports all the way through. I played sports in college. Um, I was able to travel around the world multiple times and wow. always, I would always come back to Oregon. There was something that was very Going um, peaceful, mm-hmm. peaceful here. You know, it's right. like, where, where do you come back to your home? And right. Oregon was always the place where, even though I, I've been to so many beautiful places in the world, I loved flying back into Oregon. The air just oh. felt crisp the the trees and it's just so green um mm-hmm. so when i think of of home or kind of healing mm-hmm. energy like that it's it's right. always oregon because we have the mountains and we have the ocean and yeah. so you know That's for cool. me i love going into the mountains to think and mm-hmm. where i you know i have three boys and a we're big skiers and snowboarders. So we love, okay. we love the mountains and snow and yeah, being able to think and then being able to go to the ocean. Notice I say ocean, not beach in Florida. You right. go to the beach, right? You, yeah. go, you go to the ocean. Ocean, okay. It's, it's cold. You're, you're not swimming unless, you yeah. know, you're under 15 and you're, you're completely yeah. numb out there. <laughs> well, it reminds me of Maine because Maine, I used to live in New England. And if we went to uh, New Hampshire or Maine, the water was so cold. And as soon as you touched it, your your feet like froze. They become numb. So that sounds like it sounds. Like, I, I mean, New England and, and Washington is probably pretty much close to the same level, but one coast to the other coast. You know, yeah, I mean, well, I went to I actually went to law school in Michigan, and one of my best okay. friends from law school lived up kind of near the Upper Peninsula in Alpena. And we found out that Alpena is the same parallel. So the 45th parallel runs through Oregon right. and it okay. runs through Michigan. But when you look at a map, it's always distorted. So it always looks right. like Michigan is higher than Oregon, but it's the same right. parallel. Oh, wow. And so it's, yeah, so it's the same thing. Oh, like the, the water's super cold and. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. You, so you might go to the, the ocean, but not swim in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I mean, unless you want to get really good numb first, yeah. and you know, well, there's probably people that do it. I mean, I can't swim in it. I mean, I'm spoiled. I've been here for 30 years. I can't swim in anything colder than 82 degrees. Yeah. Right. I won't go yeah. into a swimming pool if it's at least not 88. Oh wow, 88. Oh, that's that's warm. <laughs> well, lately, I, I, we haven't got it because of 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 our weather. Our water is like even down the Keys, were like 100 degrees. The water oh. temperature. It was like yeah. really, really. And then over in Tampa Bay, uh, we have a guy called Mike's Weather Page, and he does a lot of hurricane reports and stuff like that. Yes, yes. And, I follow him on Facebook. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a very good guy. And um, he was checking the bay, the water in Tampa and stuff like that. And it was like 90, 98.6 or something. Like, it was like body temperature. I mean, it was yes. crazy. I mean, I haven't heard much about it lately because, you know, there's enough hurricanes that are popping up. Luckily, um, I mean, they just had a Hurricane Lee that went across and missed us mm-hmm. and then went up to, to Nova Scotia uh, um, and Massachusetts and you know, up there. So it was it was different. So, OK, so it sounds like, you know, you had a nice, you know, your your dad had a fun time because he said there was four women in the house. Yeah, right. You know, your yeah, mother. Yeah. And and three. Then my, well, there was five. So my oh, mom there's five and four girls. Oh, four girls. Okay. 
Or right. and my dad. We my dad, dad to be fair to my dad, he's always had a shop and we always had boy dogs. Oh. Okay. You always had boy dogs. Okay, cool. All right. So so basically that was a little bit of how you grew up and you grew up close to your siblings and stuff like that. Um, what are some of the things that some of the challenges that you might have had that led you into what you do now? What was some of the did different things start happening when you were youth or, or later on in your life? This was all later on in my life, for sure. Okay. And, um, you know, it, it's only just been recently where I have been able to look at my story and really own my story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for years, I was living a completely different story through okay. a lens of, of why me? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't until recently, like I just said, that I feel like I've really broken a pattern of calling people into my life through relationships that will teach me lessons that I still needed to learn. Okay. If that, if that All makes right. sense, like yeah. owning my story and not someone else's story um, mm-hmm. of healing those parts within me like the parts okay. that um, felt unworthy of love, you know? Okay. All right. And so um, do you, yeah. I don't know if yeah. you keep going with well, my story. Well, well I got this, I get, I get these things that pop into my head. If you were, if, if I, okay, you mostly speak to women, I'm assuming, you know, that your yeah, audience is women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mostly on on women. All right. So if imagine that there's a group right now of women sitting in front of you and you're talking to them. What would you really say to them as your story to bring them from A to Z, probably? Um, what would you say to them if you were doing a seminar or a meeting type of thing, like you were just talking to a bunch of women that might be in a circumstances that you were? What would, how would you give that seminar? Yeah, well, I would start like with what I was saying. With okay. You. Like uh, for years, I was living a completely different story through a lens of, of why me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just feeling like I had been um, calling in people into my life through relationships that were were meant to teach me these okay. lessons of healing those parts within me that had me feeling unworthy of love. So I would call these people in who would mm-hmm. reflect that back to me over and over again um, through the feeling of never being enough for them, through the ways that... Um, the, these men would use manipulation or gaslighting, right. um, but they would show up as actually the teacher that I needed at that okay. time. And, you know, but there was, there was a long time that I would look at um, th- my two marriages from the past and I would see these guys as monsters. And, mm. you know, over, over the years, I would continue to ask, why me? Like, why, why is all this stuff happening to me? Why is the, the violence happening? Um, and you know, I, I can, can see through a lens of me being a lawyer and Mm -hmm. working with women who've been in domestic violence situations and, and being an advocate for that, but still, you know, these things were still happening to me. And, you know, there was a part of me that was drawn in, into the drama, drawn into the story, drawn into the victimhood. Um, and it wasn't until 
yeah, about after 17 years within these two marriages, and then the second marriage that I just had, um, which is the reason why I left Florida, was right. that it, it ended in violence. And, yeah. you know, and when I left Florida as well, I I went out boating with some friends and, you know, we we're wise. We know to wear good sunglasses. Right. My my UV sunglasses had broke and I found myself blind in both of my eyes. Oh, wow. And and, you know, so my eyes and then we lost everything in the hurricane. Our, our whole neighborhood was was under our house was oh. destroyed. And, you know, and so there were all these these things over the years just just happening. And it was like. Right. Me and I, I remember just sitting there and I was literally in the rubble of this old life. And I was sitting in this mess, feeling like everything had been done to me, mm-hmm. blaming these two men who had inflicted all of this and just sitting in this this victimhood, asking, Why me? I didn't deserve this. Nobody deserves this. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing in that moment, thinking about my eye and not being able to see and just sitting there. Um, I, I, I left Florida with everything I could fit into one vehicle and my children and dog and stuff and, and left. And I only made it to my sister's house in Missouri. And, and like you, I, I also am a person of faith as well. I believe in God and, Mm -hmm. um, just sitting there because for six weeks I couldn't see. Mm -hmm. And it's like, God, what is what's going on with my eye? Like who else in the Bible or who else in history lost their eyesight? And what, what were the the lessons? Like, what, what are you trying to say to me, God, in all of this, you know? And um, so if we get, I think if we get curious and we give ourselves grace and we ask the right questions, we can start to see that there's some truth in what is manifesting all around us. And I remember sitting there and um, hearing that I need to see my story through a different lens. Right. And and that came with, you know, my eyesight. Like, Stephanie, you need to stop saying, why me? Why mm-hmm. being the victim? But see right. it. So I needed to shift from the victim story to the hero story of my life. And it was only then when I started to shift that I could look at these men in my life, not as monsters, but as teachers. And I could start to see the lessons. And as I started to take my power back, I could see what needed to be healed and I could mm-hmm. see what needed to be released. And mm-hmm. this is where um, you can you can look at your situation and the things that you went through and and have compassion on the people who've done things to you and have okay. forgiveness. And so, you know, right. but ultimately I could see the patterns once I was able to understand what was going on in my eyes, I could see mm-hmm. the patterns um, and the shifts in the story that I thought was my reality was no longer like I could okay. choose to no longer have that, that victim story. And as I look at so many people out there today, especially women, but but also men who find themselves in narcissistic or abusive relationships, you can see right. that that there's a pattern and it's a pattern of of unworthiness. And sometimes it's so hard 
you know, when you, when you get caught up in these relationships with all the love bombing, the trauma bonding, and you can't, it's hard to see what is right in front of us until we, we lose it all. Right. And then we come what are the cool- to the, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking I was thinking about is there's two things. One of them is, uh, is not, not women and men, both of them is the perception of how you see yourself compared to being on a faith base is how actually God sees you. You know, we're looking at ourselves in the mirror and we're seeing the things that are wrong with us where God's seeing the things that are right with us. And we're taking the wrong side of the perspective. We're taking our, our view, not, not on a, a biblical view of, of how actually God sees us as children of God. You know, so I think that's a lot of it. And also, um, self-talk is a, is a major thing. It's like, um, I'm no good. Uh, no one will ever love me. I mean, I know people personally that I, I feel bad for them because it's like, look in the mirror, you know, you stop saying that, you know, you're, I'm overweight. No one will love me. And, and this is the hardest thing is, well, if somebody likes you and it's abusive, that's what you really feel love is. And you go, well, nobody else will love me. So I'll have to deal and put, put up with this. I'll have to put up with the crowd. You know, whether it's emotional abuse or physical abuse, you put up with it because you're in your mind, you, you're not good enough for anybody else. So at least they love you or supposedly they think they love you. So I, I see people doing that all the time. Yeah, well, and I think it's, you know, it's like you said, especially for people who find themselves in these abusive relationships with all the ma- the manipulation and, and the gaslighting and the criticism, um, the negative comments that over time, if you don't have tools and ways mm-hmm. to um, handle all of that, you can start, you just start to believe it. Right. And, and, you know, like you said, I mean, that's uh, with, with God and the way God sees us is sometimes it takes it it takes that that shift mm-hmm. you know to to be able to see and and I think that is some of of my story as well that mm-hmm. god God sees us um through through we start yeah, and when we stop and look. And, and pause and ask these questions in our life. And we get still and we have that moment where we can truly see ourselves the way God sees ourselves or see ourselves for the very first time. That's when we can shift our story from a why me to a right. for me story. Um, and it's in that shift for myself. I remember myself hearing God's voice saying, Stephanie, it is done. You have shifted the pattern. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm here today is to help others see their story clear mm-hmm. enough that they too can say, I have shifted the right. pattern and now it is done. And that is true freedom. Okay. Well, that's cool. It, definitely people need to uh, change that perspective. Uh, well, you're talking about biblically. Uh, I'm thinking of the road to Damascus was one of the stories. Uh, Saul became Paul that he was on the horse and he got blinded, and then you know he had to yep. you know had, had to go to a prophet and pray, pray for him and stuff like that. But there was a lesson that you know the Lord was showing him at that time, and he became one of the, 
the greatest apostles in, in, the, in the Bible. You know, I mean, he was a persecutor before that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would, he would kill Christians. You know, so so I mean, there is self-image. I mean, we're all, as I said, yeah, magazines, and I mean, I think girls probably get it a lot more than guys do. But it's just like you know, they expect you to look a certain way, to weigh a certain way, you know, dress a certain way, and you become you know a slave to society uh, compared to what God wants. You know, it's it's you know they're not modest as they should be, and they're you know, and and then they wonder why they get attention if if you know if they're dressing provocative. You know, I mean, it's just. But that's what, what society wants you to do. They want you to dress that way and, and get attentions, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, it, image is a very important thing. It's uh, one of the churches I work for, their name is called Identity, Identity Church. You know, it's like, you know, our identity, if we can accept uh, who we are in Christ, and he, and you were saying about the image of, of how God sees us, there's an old, uh, old saying about it, God looking at us. It's like looking at a, a, a thing of, of, of gold. And and the, and the dress, the, the whatever it's called, the the, um, the 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 imperfections come up and it's drawn off. How do, how does the master know when the goal is per, 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 um, perfected? Is he knows when he sees his reflection. So when the Lord is looking down at you, he's seeing his son, you know, in you. you know? Mm-hmm. So so I think that's the thing is it's getting our image of not what the world sees us as, but as he has he is more important the better image image correction i I just heard that word like image correction you know is what we have to go through um because you know not everybody is thin never not everybody you know not everybody has has hair you know it's like like you know stuff like that you know i said you just deal with it and just grow who cares my identity is not in my hair or lack of or 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 my weight or it shouldn't be you know well and i think And I think that goes back to my story and what I've been saying as well. Like your identity doesn't have to be a victim story, right? Your, your identity is not the things that happen to you. Things happen to you, but it is how you, you heal and recover from those things. Um, Like I don't, I don't live the victim story anymore. And I okay. tell you, I've had everything you could imagine happen. I've been through. I lost a house in a house fire. I lost everything in a hurricane. I had my my stepson's mother die. Oh, um, wow. I have a child that was born with a very rare genetic disorder. Okay. You know, and it's like you, you can have all, all these things happen to you, but we mm-hmm. don't have to, to be stuck in victimhood or stuck in a victim story. Right. We can, we can change all of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's my, my big thing is helping people see okay. their story okay. as no longer a victim, mm. but as so, empowered. That is cool. So basically, what are you doing today? To help people see that, what 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 are some of the things that you're doing to help people see that, that they're not living, you know, they don't need to leave live the victim life. What are you doing to help them right now? Well, right now I am I'm doing a lot of podcasts. Um, okay, just getting my story out there. I am creating a, a course right now to help 
people go no contact and to leave an abusive um, mm-hmm. relationship or marriage safely and okay. what that looks like. So I'm working on that. Um, I do have a group mentoring healing um group that I am putting together and launching next month where I take 10 people and go through, it's a 12 week program and it goes through the exact steps that I took to heal myself. Okay. Um, and then at the end of it, we do something very empowering. And so we, I'm actually leading a group to Peru. And oh. so we we're going to go to Peru and do the Inca trail and, um, hmm. You know, it's just stepping into everything that we've talked about and right. the healing, the healing journey. And this is like the empowerment part. Mm. I okay. also am an EFT practitioner. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's uh, emotional freedom techniques. It oh. is a it's a modality that has been um, used to help people process their Mm -hmm. heavy emotions, their big traumas and their little traumas. Um, But it's a way to kind of rewrite your brain in a sense by, by tapping into that. So we, we sit with, with the big heavy emotions and then we release them and then we tap into the person that we are becoming. And so I, I work with individuals one-on-one doing that and also um, in group group classes and I'm working on videos and stuff. Well, that sounds cool. Now, some of that stuff you said is in the work, but if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and said, you know, they, they, something you said triggered something in their head and said, I need to talk to you. What kind of uh, places can people get a hold of you at? I am on Facebook as Stephanie Ann, and I have just started a Facebook page there as well. It's called, um, the door of freedom and it's about walking through these these different doors as we are are healing and um shifting our perspective and our story and i'm also Mm -hmm. at stephanieannspeaks.com so people can email me directly there so i still am working on my website and getting other things set up so those are so you're still working on the website so okay Mm -hmm. but what i'll do is i'll put a link to your your facebook page that way um you know, they can get a hold of you. So, okay, cool. You know, I, I always, these interviews that I do from, you know, all over the country, sometimes they're short, which is fine. You know, they're just, just try to get people introduced to you. And, you know, if we, we, we have a topic that maybe we can uh, um, address later on, we can, we can do that. I always might tell my guests that you're always welcome back. All you have to do is just email me or call me and say, Hey, I have some things I would like to talk about. I have no problem, you know, booking guests, repeat guests. If, you know, if we don't, we don't do an hour show. It, every, every show is a little different. You know, I always tell people sometimes our show is, is like 25, 30 minutes and sometimes it's an hour. <laughs> so it really, you know, it depends. I don't just want to talk just to talk, you know, it's, I, I, I want people to understand a little bit of what you do and, and just get people introduced to you. So that's pretty cool. So. Uh, and any closing remarks that you want to tell people uh, that that we might watching or listening? And is there anything you want to say to them? Well, I, you know, the big thing is, is that if you are stuck in an old story of 
of why me if if all these things keep happening in your life and you're constantly hearing yourself say why me i don't deserve this i why is all this stuff happening to me it really takes you uh shifting that mindset and shift it to a for me and look for the lessons look for the teachers that have been um in your life. And I, and I'm saying this as I have two ex-husbands that were right. not very good people, but I, I prefer to refer to them as teachers because they have taught me things. Mm-hmm. So look, look for those lessons, shift your thinking from a why me to a for me, shift the pattern. And then when the pattern is shifted, you can say it is done and you will have true freedom again. Okay. Well, that's cool. All right. That's good. Um, we can, we can close up on that. So uh, everybody, I'd like to thank you for joining today. Um, I'm Stephanie Ann, thank you very much for, for being here and being my guest today. Appreciate it. So thank everybody you. else, again, you're welcome. Um, everybody else, we'll see you next week. Just remember at the Millennium Beat, we like to encourage the world one story at a time. This has been a Millennium Beat LLC production. Views and opinions of the guests are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat LLC. Check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and TikTok at the Millennium Beat, or on Twitter at Millennium underscore Beat. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world, go to our website for more information. You can go to themillenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net. Your financial support is greatly appreciated. We couldn't do all we do without your support. The Millennium Beat just updated our website from the ground up. Check it out at themillenniumbeat.com or you can get there by using millenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net where you'll be redirected to the millenniumbeat.com's homepage. I want to thank Mass Inbound for their awesome work on our website. If you're looking for somebody to build your site, I recommend them. You can reach them at massinbound.com. That is M-A-S-S-I-N-B-O-U-N-D dot com. These are some of the things that you can find on our website. Homepage. You can watch our latest YouTube video or listen to our audio podcast. Also listed are some of the platforms our audio podcast is on. You'll find out when the next podcast will air and who the guests will be. On the top right, you'll find two red buttons. Learn how to help and become a guest. Under Learn How to Help. You can become a partner, sponsor, contributor, or contribute to the future Millennium Bus. You can give one time or monthly recurring. The choice is yours. The other button is Be a Guest. Click it, go to the form, and fill it out, and we will get back to you. We would love to hear your story. Click the About Us drop down where you'll find stats, where we are reaching people, and to find more information on our sponsors. Click on the podcast drop down. Then click on the calendar tab where it will tell you when the shows will air and who will be on them. 
or if you need to know about any meetups of the Millennium Beat staff, partners, or listeners. Also, there might be on the calendar an event in which the Millennium Beat staff will be at. Click the guest tab for all previous guests, links to their website, social media pages, and any store they might have. Click the forms drop down. There you'll find a release, be a guest, or become a sponsor form. 